the most common thing I hear from parents who call us for tutoring is that they don't know what else to do. Um, they've tried helping their kids with homework, but that ends up being frustrating for both of them. They've tried after school programs, but they feel like those are more like babysitting and less like real instructional time. Today, we're talking about parent, teacher, and tutor relationships inside the copy room. Hey, I'm Torian, and welcome to the Copy Jams Podcast. If this is your first time listening, thank you for joining us. Copy Jams is geared towards classroom teachers, and each week I share some of the challenges I've overcome and am working to overcome as a classroom teacher. I've worked in education for the last eight years, and I'm learning more and more each day. And this podcast is my chance to share what I'm learning with you. Each podcast covers a topic I've researched and have dealt with as a classroom teacher. My goal is to empower teachers, provide techniques and strategies, help maximize teacher capacity, and enable your ability to lead in the classroom. For more information and show notes, you can visit www.open-academy.org. And let's jump into today's topic. So it's already November, and I'm already getting messages from parents asking about what they can do to help their students. And... Sometimes I'm at a loss for words because I think that what I'm doing in class should be enough. But I know my students are behind and they're going to after school to get extra help with their homework. And I don't really have a really strong answer for what my parents can be doing to help their students. And what can I do that's above and beyond what I'm already doing to help my students be successful? So I reached out to my friend Natalie, who started Maryland Teacher Tutors, which is a program that helps um, parents and students in areas that they're struggling. Natalie and I sat down and had a candid conversation about what us teachers can do to really support parents at home and some things that she thinks that we can implement right now to be more effective in our classrooms. Let's listen to the interview. Thank you so much, Natalie, for joining us today. And we're going to jump right into um, today's questions. So you own Maryland Teacher Tutors, which is a tutoring company that hires teachers to tutor students in the state of Maryland. How did you get into the business and what's the story behind it? Yeah, great question. So I worked in um, Baltimore City Schools as a teacher, and then I went on to become a reading specialist. And in that position, my principal at the time was like, you know, I don't know a ton about this reading specialist stuff. So I'm just going to give you a handful of students who need the most work and figure it out, which, you know, for a Baltimore City teacher, that's pretty much our lives. Um, And so that's what I did. I had this little closet of a classroom, and I did my best to make it warm and inviting and I had always known in theory that the one-on-one instructional model was effective, but in those years as a reading specialist, I really got to see it experientially. So my students grew um, more than two and a half grade levels in just one semester, which is a few months that they were with me. And um, their progress was so significant that they were able to enter the mainstream classroom ahead of schedule. Um, As far as the birth of Maryland teacher tutors, it really did come about pretty organically. So I left the school system and the parent of a student that I used to work with just reached out to me like, hey, can you, you know, can I hire you as a tutor? And so I started with one student and I kept getting referrals by parents and it eventually became too much for me to handle on my own. So I hired another tutor to help me and then she got full and then I hired another. And so now the, cur- the company has um, 18 tutors currently. Wow. I didn't know you had that many tutors. That's yeah. like, that's awesome. That's really, that's yeah. really exciting because 
one of the things they always say is to improve a child's literacy scores, they need 45 minutes of additional instruction. And it's really great that you're able to offer them that instruction, that extra 45 minutes, you know, outside of the school building. Absolutely. What do yeah. you think is the most common challenge that you hear from parents who call or who are requesting tutoring services? So I would say the most common thing I hear from parents who call us for tutoring is that they don't know what else to do. Um, they've tried helping their kids with homework, but that ends up being frustrating for both of them. They've tried after school programs, but they feel like those are more like babysitting and less like real instructional time. Uh, they've tried having the kid go to office hours with the teacher, but you know, bless that teacher's heart. The child isn't learning from them for one reason or another. Um, whether that be the teaching style, the fact the teacher is overwhelmed, just doesn't have the time. I mean, these teachers are in here with, you know, um, huge classrooms of, of kids. So the parents who call are pretty much at a loss of how else they can help. They know this is what we do for a living. Um, and so they're confident that we can make it right. And we do our best to make it happen. Right. So one of the things that you just hit on is the fact that we teachers have really large class sizes. I mean, yes. I know I have 25 in one class. I have 26 in another class. And it, it bothers me that I don't really get the opportunity to do that one-on-one -on -one time with any one particular student. So what are some things you think teachers can do to implement that one-on-one -on -one model inside of a classroom that has, you know, 20, 25 plus kids in it? Yeah. So that is a loaded question because every district is different. Every school is different. The challenges are different. Um, if you're in a school or in a classroom where the kids, you know, can manage themselves and do what's expected of them, both behaviorally and academically, then absolutely that frees you up to do some one-on-one -on -one work with struggling students. But if your class is going crazy and throwing chairs or watching YouTube videos on their phones while you're trying to work with a student one-on-one, -on -one, you know, that's just not effective. And so, um, at least not when other kids are in the room. So if a teacher has access to an aide um, or even another student who's strong at something, peer-to-peer -peer instruction is an excellent way to implement the one-on-one -on -one when the teacher doesn't really have the capacity to do it. Um, another way to implement one-on-one -on -one tutoring would be before school, during lunch, during one of the specials, after school. You know, obviously I wouldn't recommend this be a daily thing because it is important that that student gets to lunch with his or her peers, you know, is able to enjoy art class, is able to exercise. You want the, the kids to get the social interaction, but those would be my best suggestions yeah. for teachers who just don't have the time, you right. know? I know that's definitely one of the issues that I think that I've brought up to my principal is having just an extra hand. And I love when my ed associate can come in to lend a hand, or even the principal. The principal actually came into my room today <laughs> and was sitting down with a group of students. They were working in small groups, so that gave me a chance to, yeah. I wish, I mean, I'm so blessed to have a principal that actually comes in and he will co-teach with me in a heartbeat, which I think is, I think is fantastic. So one, another challenge that we have is I know parents are always looking for additional resources to, um, to support their student learning. How can we as teachers help facilitate that, that teacher parent team? What are some things that we and parents and teachers can do to work together to help making sure we're moving students forward? Yeah, good question. Um, I would say the simple and hard answer is to communicate. Um, both the parent and the teacher really need to be fully invested in communicating with one another. So it doesn't work if the parent is emailing the teacher and the teacher isn't responding. Or if the teacher is taking the time to reach out to the parent and the parent isn't getting back to them. Um, the reality is teaching is one of the hardest jobs in the world. And a teacher needs to know what they can take on and what they can't. 
um, and be able to point the parent to other resources if they just can't do it themselves. Got it. I actually just spent maybe 20 minutes on the phone with a parent after school today because one of my students didn't finish his exit ticket. Like he didn't do any work at all. But she and I are building this relationship now where I can say, hey, this is a picture of your son's work from today. He didn't do anything. Let's talk about it. So she sat down with him. He pulled out his notes and she was able to explain some things to him that he couldn't get from me so that he could actually know how to move forward tomorrow when we get to class. Mm, so what are some other things that teachers can do? What are like three or four things teachers should know and do to build a strong relationship with parents and tutors so that we can all work as a team to move some kids forward? Yeah, so, I mean, I'll definitely give my suggestions in my opinion. Um, it is not an exhaustive list for sure, but I think one of the first things um, that can be done is for people to know themselves. You know, if you're married and you're raising five kids, you're really going to need to become familiar with prioritization because you've got a lot on your plate. Um, you'll need to determine what you want to spend your time and energy on. If you're single, you have a ton of time on your hands. Maybe you can handle more. And I'm not at all implying that single people don't have lives or that married people can't do more than just focus on their families. But I am simply saying that people should know themselves. And along with that, I would say, secondly, know your resources. Um, take advantage of people who provide certain services. Just like you should know the janitor at your school, you should also familiarize yourself with resources that your students may need or that parents might find useful. And lastly, I would say delegate. Once you know what those resources are, now you can make recommendations for your parents um, and not feel like you have to save the world all by yourself. That's a really good point. I, I really liked that you said know yourself because one of the things we talked about in an earlier podcast is being reflective and really taking not some not ownership, but really knowing who you are and reclaiming your own time. That was a whole podcast, reclaiming your time because <laughs> because you don't want to really you don't want to overwhelm yourself. You have to know what you are actually going to do and what you can't do. So, like for me, I know I'm not going to bring papers home because although I would love to grade them at home. For me, home has to be home. So I really like you said, prioritize your time. So yeah. as we wrap up, what are some things for a teacher who's looking to expand their impact on students outside of the classroom? What kind of opportunities would Merlin teachers, Merlin teacher tutors have for them? Um, so we like to see MTT, as we lovingly call it, Maryland teacher tutors, as a win-win situation for everyone involved. Um, teachers, the reality is they're just not out here making doctor money and lawyer money. And so our company provides them with the ability to use their expertise to make some extra cash on their terms. Um, they get to set their own schedules. They determine how many students they want to work with, which content areas they want to tutor. And so it's a win for tutors because they make money doing what they love. It's a win for us, for the company, because we get to handle the behind-the-scenes work that involves all the administration and paperwork and, bless their hearts, the parents, who are not always the easiest to deal with. Um, and so we get to take on that aspect of the work so that teachers can do what they do best, which is teach and not have to worry about anything else. So we see it as a privilege to be able to take the boring, unexciting, repetitive grunt work out of teaching and just let teachers do what they love. As a teacher, if you want to recommend students, you can um, give our number, our email out to the parents. And so our email is hello at marylandteachertutors.com. 
Our number here is 443-594-2187. You can also reach out to us. We've had parents uh, message us on Facebook, on Instagram. Um, so wherever you find us is where you can contact us. We try to make it as easy as possible. That's fantastic. So I'm going to make sure I email you all of my student roster, the whole, the whole, <laughs> the whole roster, <laughs> so that all of them can be registered for tutoring by like Monday. <laughs> Natalie, thank you so very much for taking the time out of your day today to talk to us about things that we can do as teachers to support that um, that teamwork between parent, teachers, and students. Uh, I hope you guys have enjoyed today's podcast. Uh, listen to this and many other podcasts on iTunes, SoundCloud, or Google Play, where you listen to podcasts. And we look forward to talking to you guys soon. Have a wonderful day. Thank you so much for taking a few minutes out of your day listening to Copy Jams. I hope you were able to get something super useful out of today's episode. Subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss an episode. Please share this podcast with your friends who could also benefit. Leave a review for us on iTunes, Google Play, or SoundCloud, or wherever you listen to podcasts as we're building this resource for teachers. Join in on this and many other conversations by visiting www.open-academy.org. Talk to you guys soon.